Good evening friends, this is your friend George speaking here. This is Technology Information Channel, a podcast. This is the 5th of December and this is 2042 hours. Friends, we're going to talk about government spyware and we're going to talk about what is spyware, okay? To give our listeners uh, an idea of what has been going on and what's going on today. So, basically to open people's minds, you know, people that aren't aware of what's going on, we know and understand that the government have been using spyware software for quite a number of years. We know that Pegasus was one of the uh, original ones that was uh, highlighted, which was meant to be uh, governments are using spyware on citizens. Can they be stopped? Okay, can they be stopped? So the Washington Post had been running uh, an investigation series called the Pegasus Project that described the expanded use of digital surveillance by governments worldwide. The reports exposed how powerful software provided by an Israel firm, NSO Group, has been used by states to hack into citizens' smartphones direct their communications and acquire incriminating information, sometimes as a prelude to assassinations. Now, these aren't my words, friends. These are wrote by the, the Post. It says, this is not a new story for those of us who follow these issues closely. Spyware has been an ongoing problem for years. But the Pregus project helps us better to understand how prevalent these practices are. Approximately 50,000 phone numbers appear on a surveillance hacking list containing businesses, executives, human rights, activists, journalists, politicians and government officials. These individuals come from at least 50 different countries. And... uh, why they're basically saying the NSO group insists that the products are primarily used by law enforcement for legitimate crime fighting purposes. The information revealed by the newspaper investigation shows that the NSO group's technology frequently target individuals who have little to do with crime or terrorism. It has become clear that the human rights cost of the NSO group's spyware far outweighs the national security considerations. So we know that spyware has been going on for quite a number of years. And we also are aware that they're not just targeting terrorism or criminals. They're using it basically to find out who is behind a certain activist group. Or maybe someone has decided to expose or blow the whistle that has been going on in certain government uh, companies. Now, the NSO group are headquartered in the most countries in the world, including the United States, Italy, France, Germany, and Israel. In Hungary, uh, a hacking uh, team called Black Cuba, uh, NSO group Pegasus, was involved in a campaign to discreet the organization ahead of Hungary's April election. More than 300 phone numbers from journalists, lawyers, businesses, executives, and actors found on the Pegasus spy list. 
in India, spyware targeting hundreds of journalists, activists opposed politicians, government officials and business executives, Iran, a number of high-profile incidents of surveillance and target malware attacks, Mexico, malware to track civil society opposing groups and journalists, Morocco, a peace use of spyware to target civil society, and these are some, Spain, politicians targeted by government, Turkey, extensive spyware links, most forms of telecommunications tapped and intercepted. So there is quite a lot has been going on. And when I'm reading this, these uh, people are trying to get me to sign up for a weekly newspaper. No thank you. So by turning a blind eye to the fact of spyware products and democracy, nations and sold to autocrats, the United States and Zollies have undermined the cause of human rights worldwide. Some experts argue that under United States President Joe Biden, the United States has erred in pushing a foreign policy doctrine that necessarily divides the world into good guys and bad guys, and that Biden should refrain from drawing a bright light between dictators and democrats. Spyware comes, friends, in many different forms. And they use it because they want information. So what can be done? A first step to stem the tide of spyware technology would be for Democrats to implement an immediate on the scale and transfer of private surveillance equipment until accountable rules are drawn up and agreed upon. Given the scale of harms, there appears to be little justification to continue permitting such sales without undertaking a wholesale review and establishing basic human rights safeguards. Coming out of such a review, the United States should consider opting a binding and enforced export control regimes to stop the spread of dangerous surveillance tools to bad actors. So friends, this has been going on for quite some time. Some of this spyware we know about and some we don't. We also know about super cookies that our internet service providers use that are very hard to remove for the basic user. And it gives them quite a lot of information. We know about website, uh, website tools that we have for putting on our websites to monitor traffic to and from our website. And we can gain some information by that. So, making tough calls, Democrats should use the growing public outrage against surveillance spyware as an opportunity to build a global norm against the technology used. You know, how far does this really go? One may ask. What are some examples of government surveillance? Examples of surveillance include Surveillance cameras, wiretaps, GPS tracking, and internet surveillance. Does the US government spy on its citizens? The US government with assistance from major technology sorry, technology communication carriers including AT and T have engaged in massive illegal dramatic surveillance 
of communications and records of millions of ordinary Americans since 20, 2021. Or 2001, sorry. The Spagus one that was highlighted is one of many. It's the Spagus spyware is classified as a weapon by Israel and an export of technology must be approved by the government. Uh, the revenues were around 40 million in 2013, 150 million in 2015. Some people may ask, can the government see through your phone camera? <coughs> your every movement can be tracked through your mobile device, both Android and ISO. Government security agencies like the NSA have also have access to your device, where they can listen to your phone, calls, read your messages, capture pictures of you, stream videos of you, read your emails, and much more. Yes, friends, they can. How does the government watch us today? Cameras are installed in areas that have history of criminal activities, or in areas where crowds regularly gather. Downtown public parks or subways, for example, these cameras also record everyday activities of law-abiding citizens, many of whom are unaware are being watched. So, how do you stop it? You know, can governments see tax matches? Of course you can. In the most United States, police can get many kinds of cell phone data without obtaining a warrant. Law enforcement records show police can use initial data from a tire dump to ask for another court order for more information including addresses, billing records, logs, calls, taxes and locations. They're probably trying to listen to me tonight because I'm, I'm bringing it and highlighting it to you. Can't please read your text messages, messages without you knowing. Well, what they say is authorities can't access your open, uh, sorry, authorities can get access to open email messages from the last 180 days, but they must get a warrant first. The police may obtain your open unopened messages that are 180 days old or older with the sub P-O-E-N-A, but they have to let you know once they request this access. They can do it without letting you know, friends. You know, only one day ago the NSO groups they were used to hack at least nine United States official phones. Israel spyware was used against United States diplomats in Uganda. Number 10 was accused of failing to act against states accused of NSO spyware abuse. There is a list of governments on mass surveillance projects. We do know that all your information that you're talking is also monitored. And if we happen to mention uh, basically a certain keyword, it is flagged and followed up. So yes, you could turn your microphone off on your phone. Yes, you could turn your locations off. Yes, you could turn your camera off if you're not using it. That'll give you some sort of protection. Yes, you can set your mobile device to use a different DNS server. That makes it harder for your ISP to read your information. So, there's quite a lot of things unsafe and unchecked governments use of spyware ragging around the world and this was sponsored by the Human Rights Abuse it was called uh, Wednesday July the 18th Honesty International Forbidden Stories <coughs> excuse me breaking and divigation and etc now 
What is spyware? Okay, what is spyware? And this would be for people that aren't computer literate. Okay, so I'm going to explain to you what basically spyware is. Sorry, what is spyware? And this is how you learn. Okay, so... Spyware that enables a user to obtain, convert information about another computer activities by transmitting data convertly from their hard drive. Okay, so there's quite a lot of different definitions of spyware. What is an example of spyware? Spyware, friends, is the most classified into four types. Adware, system monitors, tracking, including web tracking, and trojans. Examples of other not just types include digital write management capabilities that phone home, keyloggers, rootkits, and web beacons. Now, software, spyware is any software that installs itself on your computer and starts completely monitoring your online behavior without your knowledge or permission. Spyware is a kind of malware that secretly gathers information about a person, an organization, and relays this data to other parties. So what can spyware do, which I've already explained? Spyware is basically an unwanted software, friends, that infiltrates your computer device or mobile, stealing your internet usage, data, and sensitive information. Spyware monitors your internet activity, tracking your login and password information, and spying on your sensitive information. How does spyware get onto your device, you may ask? Okay, very simple. It can arrive in several ways, friends. First, it could be installed deliberately by someone else to track you. That's one reason you need to use a screen lock capability on your mobile or computer. Don't leave it sitting around and an open to interference with. More than likely, the spyware uh, so the spyware program are up that you installed yourself. What is the most common spyware? And here are some. Cool web search, uh, many hijack any of the following web searches, home pages, and Internet Explorer settings. Blaze Find, Hot as Hell, uh, these are Transponder, VX2. A keylogger, friends, is a, an insider form of spyware. Keyloggers are activity monitoring software programs that give access to your personal data. The passwords, credit card numbers you take, and the websites you visit, all by logging your keyboard strokes. Okay? Some may say, how do hackers use spyware? Well, governments would use it this way too, friends. Spyware monitors and logs your computer usage and activities. It observes the user behavior and finds vulnerabilities, which allows the hacker to see data, other personal information that you normally consider private or sensitive. I have been asked the question many a time, can someone see through your camera phone when you're not in bed, etc, etc. The answer is yes. Smartphone cameras can be used to spy on you. If you're not careful, the researchers claims to have written an Android app that takes photos and videos using a smartphone camera. 
even while the screen is turned off. A pretty handy tool for spy or, or creepy stalker. Does spyware work without the internet? No. Okay, the answer is no. An attacker would still be able to send information on your phone using other means. Having no internet connection would make you much less likely to get infected in the first place. How can spyware be installed? Third party web browser tools and add-ons. Utility programs like video players or advertisement bloggers. Packages promoting to be anti-spyware or anti-virus systems that can in fact contain spyware software and sometimes called skewer. There's a hundred ways, friends. Can you ver- can a P- VPN prevent a keylogger? VPN protection against keyloggers, right? So if you want to be protected against the attack of keyloggers, choose a VPN connection in addition to a good keylogging virus software. Then you are assured that your data is secure and at the same time you're guaranteed online anomaly. Hitman Pro Alert, friends, will encrypt your key strokes as you type, which makes it harder for someone to read what you're doing. Uh, so I want to cover this. Okay, so how do I block my phone from being tracked? Okay, so this is a few tips. Turn off the cellular, uh, sorry, turn off the cellular and Wi-Fi radio, radio sorry, on your phone. The easiest way to accomplish this task is turn off, turn on airplane mode. Disable your GPS radio, shut down the phone completely and remove the battery. That's definitely one way to not be able to listen to your phone when you're not using it. How do I find who is tracking my phone? Okay, so how do you find out who's tracking your phone? There is software, friends, to do that for you. You also can get yourselves uh, what is spyware, protect yourself from spyware by Casper, internet security company. But there again, you need to make sure that they also don't have a backdoor key for the government. So there's quite a lot of information out there, friends, on spyware. Yes, you can use a number of third-party tools to remove it. Yes, you can secure your network first and basically turn up a few default settings in your operating system. Whether it's Linux, Mac or Windows or mobile phones. Okay, so there is... uh, There is types of spyware, okay, that you can look out for. But you also need to understand what each type actually does. Okay, so the common types of spyware and how to tag them, to tag them and manage them. Okay, so first of all, I explain to you what spyware is. It's a malicious piece of software, friends, that continuously monitors your computer's activity and internet use. Its purpose is to gather information, often referred to as traffic data. Okay? which can include keystrokes, screenshots, websites, visits of various types of personal or sensitive information. The data can be used in a wide variety of ways, including selling it to interest entries or for identified theft. In some cases, knowing these common types of spyware and how to attack them is very important. You know, the government talk about trying to secure the internet. There's quite a number of MPs sitting in Parliament 
How many MPs in Parliament do you think that know, any, know anything about computers? How many of them know about the stuff that I'm talking about tonight? I would say very few. And these are the same people that want to be writing laws and taking control of the internet when they can't even secure their own systems. If you do your research, you'll find out that there's quite a lot of MPs have had their home email accounts hacked. What the heck is the chance of them securing our computers when they can't even secure their own? You know, just because they speak with a higher upper lip and they've went to maybe got a few uh, A-levels, maybe a few diplomas, maybe they're barsters. I have met barsters friends even on the amount of information they know about technology and computers you get right in the back of a post on. So, a system can get infected with spyware pretty much the same way as it does with other types of malware, including Trojans, viruses, worms, and etc. They can either take advantage of various security vulnerabilities, such as when the user clicks on an unfamiliar link or in an email, or just visiting a malicious website, users can only download them if they are advertising of all sorts of useful tools as freeware or software. Free does not always mean good friends. Also, if you see a pop-up on your screen, and it says that you need to update your antivirus program, pull it to the center of your taskbar and let it sit there, and you'll be very surprised how quickly it disappears. It's not hard to write to a firewall. It's not hard to write to a program that's on your computer and say you need to update it. It's called broadcasting, okay? They're broadcasting to your system. Now, how do you do it? I'm not telling you. But how do you stop it? You don't click on it. Okay, so if someone knocks your front door and you don't know who it is, are you going to open it? No. So, why does spyware matter? Why am I talking about this topic today? With phishing attempts getting a savior by the day, it's critical that employees are well educated on how they can prevent and detect phishing attacks. We've seen companies with internet protection in place and still get fooled by various phishing attempts as they're getting harder to spot these days. Many are common disgusted as people you know and correspondence with regular. Just recently a CEO of a company fell victim to a phishing attempt and they had to sell out hundreds of thousands of dollars to get their data back. Ho ho, who got bit? Humans are the first and last leg of defence. So it's critical to educate employees on how to prevent this form of happening. So how to determine whether your computer is infected with spyware? Okay, very interesting question. How to determine whether your computer is infected with spyware? Well, aren't you lucky today that you've got me, George, on the Technology Information Channel? Because this is a wee bit of education for you that I've done for you on your behalf. The best way to detect, friend, this type of software is to have an up-to-date firewall and anti-malware or antivirus software installed in your device. These will alert you in cases that there's any suspicious activity or any other kinds of security threats on your PC. Now remember, they are not 100% guaranteed. Okay, Some do pick up false flagging. Okay, So you've got to decide what that flagging is. You've got to research it Okay, before you block it. You've got to research it before you let it in. Otherwise, you could make a slip up. Nevertheless, friends, the other telltale signs may indicate that one of the more 
pieces of spyware software have made it onto your system. They rarely operate alone on your computer, meaning that you, your device will have multiple infections. In this case, users will at times notice a degradation in the system performance, such as a high CPU activity, disk usage, or incompatible network traffic. Various programs, frames, and applications may experience regular crashes or freezing, a failure to start, or even a problem in the connecting to the internet. Some types of spyware can also disable your firewall and your antivirus program, alongside other browser security settings, resulting in a much higher risk of future infection. If you encounter any of these issues, the chances are that spyware or other forms of malware infected your system. Okay, so there's many different types, common types. Keyloggers, password stealers, information stealers, bank trojans. Okay, so conclusion, friends, is the dotical environment comes with its inherent risks, as is the case with the spyware or other forms of malware. Fortunately, however, various people and tools can help you, and your company stays protected from these online threats. So, uh, you want to do your research on the antivirus programs you get on the first place. Okay? You want to do your homework first, and uh, see, basically, is your computer going slower than normal? Okay, so, this is all about spyware. Okay, so, how does spyware get on your phone? Okay, so let me stop the podcast, friends. And let me thank you once again for listening in. Some make people may find it boring. Some people may say, oh, I know about spyware. Friends, the best of us can get took on, okay? But by we bit education, it can save us a lot of headaches. So, is your computer responding as normal? Are you being redirected to a different website? You may have Google up on your system, and you may think it's Google, okay? There's a lot of things called cloning, okay? So you've got to look at your UDRL address bar to see if you're being redirected. You've got to take a few simple steps and be careful. Now I'm talking on this phone at the minute. Obviously, I'm using the microphone. I'm doing a podcast. The days when your mic used to come on and you see the wee red light is gone. Okay, so you could put a, a small piece of tape over it if you're not using it. Especially if you're lying in bed reading something, because you don't want someone sitting videoing you while you're lying in bed. Maybe your phone's sat in the bathroom, you're having a shower, blah, blah, blah. You know, this isn't about paranoia. These things can happen. Now, there is also ways and means of checking your mobile device for spyware. Okay, there is ways of taking Vegas. <coughs> Excuse me. Taking a... If you know what the spyware is, you can basically can take it off your system, okay? It's not hard to do. So, a wee bit of common sense. There's a lot of YouTube videos up there that geeks and me and other geeks have put up for, for to help you out. Some people say don't use Google Chrome at the minute because there's a lot of flaws. So, by, you know, you don't have to be a computer literate to understand. Just by reaching out and listening to the odd wee podcast, you will pick up. 
and you will be a wee bit safer. Now, if you're going to use a program to protect your phone, do your research on the program. Okay? People think WhatsApp is secure. It's only as secure as you're using it. It depends on the government or what they have at hand. Okay, so there's quite a list of government spyware. You have to do your research out there, friends. And by the way, friends, my good lady was buried a week ago. She didn't make it. It's a long story. Very long story. And uh, there's certain things I have to do in the near future. But I want to keep one of her wishes, one of these special wishes for was for me to carry on doing podcasts and for me to try and come up with podcasts that are interesting. Okay? And uh, we will do our best to go back to the drawing board and uh, come up with a lot of good ones. Because obviously, if you're sitting here listening, you don't want to listen to me rambling on. You want information that's going to help you. Okay? Keep safe, friends, and uh, keep doing your homework. Keep yourself safe online. If you get an email, be very careful that you're not sucked in and taken on. If you have been sucked in, well then it's time you start listening to these podcasts. That way, I can assure you, you will know as much as I know within 20 years by listening to all these podcasts one at a time over the next couple of years. God spares us. Okay, thank you very much and keep safe.